a lot of the times when you start off, you, you doubt yourself because you're like, this is new and all this other things, right? So then I start picking up books and um, sure enough, the the direct marketers agree with the branding people, right? Because there's this weird competition between sales and branding and marketing and all these other people. And um, direct marketers agree. If you want a sale, then basically you go out and get a sale, right? It takes it takes actual work, right? Like an advertisement might work, but it's not, it's not gonna, that's your salesperson and there's nothing you can do after they, make the copy right right but if you want to sell you get a salesperson and they talk to people and they make a sale however if you want to close deals faster right if you want to charge more for your products if you want your salespeople to go in there and be able to say hey look here's who we are and them say like oh no we already know we just wanted the information so we can make a decision that that's all branding you know so you have to control that narrative and if you're not controlling that narrative if you're not visualizing hey when people look at my brand when people see my business what do I want them to think? Then you're pretty much lost from the get-go. Hey guys, this episode is sponsored by Tranquil Turtle Massage. Tracy over there, the founder, she's a small town girl from Montana, loves God, loves her family, loves her friends, loves working out, fishing and camping. She has a passion for helping those in need and enjoys being creative with woodworking, crocheting, healthy baking, pottery and cooking. Look, she began her massage journey back in 2010 where she graduated from massage school up in Anchorage, Alaska. She specializes in her signature massages, the Hanu Infusion and the Hanu Ashiatsu, as well as the Gua Sha and Manual Lymphatic Drainage. If you're looking for a massage specialist and someone who could get you feeling good, go see Tracy down at Tranquil Turtle Massage. And while you're there, check out CDA Microblading, offering Coeur best tattoo brows, plasma fibroblast, tightening, and PMU services right there in the heart of downtown Coeur Make sure you book your appointment at pnwmobilemassage.com. Ruben, you're a husband, father, founder of the Marketing Hunters, host of in for the kill podcast you also have a book coming out soon called brand sharks and much more man thank you for your time i appreciate it dude yeah man i'm, I'm excited i'm excited to, to do a show with you see what you're all about and see you know how i can provide value and, and make just rock this thing you know oh it's gonna be so good dude i like to start my shows up by going back a bit dude where did you grow up what was childhood like for you uh grow up dude so i most of my life has been california like i'm born okay. and raised in california right and i think that that's where the the prideful i'd never want to leave california if i can make it in california i'll be fine you know what i mean <laughs> but um it, it's just such a backwards way of, of thinking about it you know because ultimately um you have to think about what's best for you not what you think is best for you right yeah. but pretty much I, I i grew up in california my my childhood was um it was not great but it was not um, bad by any means, right? Like it sure. was single family home. Um, my dad wasn't in the picture. He's still alive. Just didn't really want to be in the picture. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it just, it became one of those things where I had to kind of fend for myself. Didn't want to cause problems for my mom. Um, decided that I wanted to make friends with everybody just because if I made friends with anybody, then I wouldn't get beat up. You know what I mean? Okay. So, sure. so that, that, that type of thing, right. Um, yeah. that's pretty much what my childhood looked like. Um, a lot of times was just trying to get along with everyone. Yeah. Then who was it that pushed you kind of towards the entrepreneur route? It, it It's strange. What pushed me into the entrepreneur route was pretty much just eating. Um, God, I always ask this, but I forgot. I, I can I can throw a few curse words, right? Like just. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Be real. yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I, I got tired of eating shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. That's what it was. Um, when, when I was growing up, I was in a mobile home park and I had like a makeshift bedroom out of our living room, you know? 
Yeah. And I was like, this isn't a bedroom. And and I always like feel like the stuff that most people are like happy with that they're like, oh, it's it's this. But you're like, no, it's really not. You know what I mean? Like you can you can say like, oh, I I, I bought a Ferrari and it's a 70s Ferrari, you know, and you got it for two thousand dollars. And it's like, but you really did it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So, so that's that's kind of how my mentality always was. And um, I, I was lucky. I, I grew up in a very like uh, it's a weird neighborhood where it splits off into like the good neighborhood. And I was right on the cusp of like the normal neighborhood of the city of Orange. OK. But I ended up going to a lot of people's houses because of the schools that I was in to do like projects to see like these monumental, enormous houses. And I'm like, Dude, this is weird, right? Like just to know that that yeah. people can have so much and I just don't have enough and that pretty much everything in life is figure outable, you know, for lack totally. of a better word. Yeah. So if I can figure it out and they can figure it out, then it's pretty much unlimited. There's no there's no um, chains to hold anyone back from anything. Oh, I love that, man. Absolutely. And, but you actually pursued like going into culinary there for a bit, like you're a certified chef. Like what made you yeah. decide to kind of shift from that over to the marketing and what you're doing today? Yeah, the 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 culinary thing was um, you're young, you're stupid, you think you know what you want, <laughs> and you know a piece of what you want, but it's not really what you want, right? So like, for me, it was like, I like food, maybe I should go into food, right? But it's the same thing with people who like say like, okay, I like classic cars. Maybe I should fix one classic car. That doesn't mean you want to be a mechanic, yeah. right? Yeah. It was the same thing. I, I like to eat. I don't like to cook. I don't like to be on my feet, uh, you know, like on a ton of hours a day. I, I got burned way more times than I can imagine. Um, <laughs> I did a lot of shifts where there should be three to four cooks and it was me or one other person a lot of the times. Um, missed a lot of holidays. Uh, was working way into like the late hours at night. Didn't have any family. Didn't have any friends. It was just it was wicked. Wow, man. And, and you're, I mean, you're a dad. You're a husband. You're also a full time entrepreneur. Like, for those who like are trying to pull that off, because most people can't pull all those off successfully, like you are right now. Like, how are you able to balance being that dad, being the husband, and being a full time entrepreneur? Yeah. So it's um, you know, it's I'm gonna quote the book that I'm reading right now, right? Because I've been I've been searching. All, there's always like clarity that I think that we're all searching for, right? Like you need that that clarity, and when you find it, and somebody says the right thing, it pretty much clicks. So I'm reading uh, Tim Grover's book, Winning, right now, right? I think I have like ten or twelve pages left. Nice. Um, but he basically says like balance doesn't exist, and then people are saying like balance does exist, and you have to know. But to, to his point, he was saying like it's all about pretty much winning, right? So I, I think the realistic part of it is like, do you feel like you're winning or not? And if you don't, that's where the balance, quote, quote, balance or no balance is, right? Mm -hmm. So some people might say, hey, look, like I only spend 30 time with my kids and then I spend another 30 minutes with my wife and then I go work for 18 hours and my, my health is taking a crap. My, my family doesn't seem to care. Like they seem to be good with the 30 minutes. My work seems to not care, you know, because I'm spending a lot of time, but my health is getting shot and you feel bad about that that's where your balance really doesn't lie, you know? But yeah. if you're willing to do all the other stuff, like I spend um, the weekends with, with my wife and my kids, right? Like very, very little work before I used to feel like I have to work, right? And before I was reading Tim's book, I was like, oh man, like I'm not working enough or I don't feel like I'm working enough and I should be working on the weekends and what happened to the old me and all those things, right? So if, if you're listening and you can to relate to that and you feel like you've, you've let off the, the, the gas a little, right? But I felt bad because I felt like that's what I should be doing. But deep down, I'm like, I'm enjoying this, right? And it felt like winning. So I'm like, that's that's the true winning right there when you actually feel in control and something might might be holding you back, like an old feeling, right? Where you're just like, I should be working more. I should be doing 18 hours a day. But you're, you're actually making good money. 
people are getting to know you. You're making even more money. You have a good relationship with your family. Like that's, that's where the balance is. Like, do you feel like you actually have it? And if you don't, you got to just kind of move stuff around until you feel good about it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Dude, Tim Grover, man, his books are awesome. And I haven't got, picked up winning yet, but I heard that it's just an amazing book. I got to get that thing going, man. Yeah. It, it's a book. Again, for me, I run into these plateaus, right? Where like, I'm going, I'm going, I'm climbing a mountain and then it's just flat. Mm. And I'm like, dude, I want to keep climbing the mountain. You know, I want to keep Probably, going. Right? Yeah. And I believe that there's a lot of people like that where, mm. where you have a ton of growth, you see immediate growth and then it stops. Yeah. And you're like, what does it take to get to the next level? And for me, the first time was I wanted to make as much as my father did. Right. And he was making like 50,000 a year. I'm like, dude, if I can make 50,000 a year by in my twenties, I'll be good. Right. So I get to that by like age 24, I think. And then um, I leave the company and then the boss basically calls me, says, come back. And I'm like, dude, I'm making 74, which was a total lie, right? Right. Like, I'm making 74,000. And he's like, he's like, all right, come back. We'll pay you 75,000. Like, no. And he's like, he's like, well, that's the most I can pay. I was like, whatever. Back, back to SoCal, we're making 75, right? But what's weird is that plateau is I got to 70. Now I'm like, what does it take to get to 100? Right? What does a $100,000 person look like? Because the most I know is 50 and I'm at 74. So what's next? Right? And um, just to go back to the book, I, I, I never do this. I never talk about one person or one person's book a lot, you know, but um, what, what it showed me and, and I think the key takeaway from it is he says, when you get to a, a point of where you're, you're a high performer, right? Kobe Bryant, Michael, Michael um, Jordan, let's say Tom Brady, people like that, right? They're not looking for the huge peak on the mountain, right? All they're looking for is that 0.0001% better than they were. And I'm like, dude, okay. So when you're in the plateau, it's not about the big shift, the big leap. It's about like, what am I actually missing? That's that 1.0.1% better. That's actually going to make it so that that way, when I, when I reach out to someone, they won't say no and close them. Right. Or when I'm going to throw an event that 70 people actually show up, like, what am I missing that, that little percent? So that's, that's pretty much what I got from it. Again, that book, man, sounds so good, dude. <laughs> but you've got an upcoming book called Shark, or excuse me, called Brand Sharks, yeah. Unstoppable Strategies from Industry Leaders. Like, tell me about this book. Who are those leaders that you're bringing in? And, and why did you decide to, to write this thing, man? Yeah, so um, I, I wanted a book, right, more than anything. But the biggest problem that most entrepreneurs have or more, most business people, right, they, they have the money, but they don't have the time to write a whole book. So like putting 7,000, 10,000 into a book, you're like, all right. But most people are like, do I, do I have one a year and a half to actually write the book? And then two, do I have the actual mental clarity, right? Because I started writing a book, I got four chapters in, and then I stopped it because every time I had to, I was like mid chapter and I was like, what the hell was I writing about? And then I would have to go back and read it and stuff. <laughs> so uh, it's funny, the people that I got into this book, they had the same issue that they were writing and then they would stop and then they would start and it just got too frustrating. So it's people more than anything that have real businesses, real results. They're up and coming just like me, right? And they're claiming that title, right? They've been waiting for that opportunity to say, hey, you know, like I, I am a published author. I have a story. And the biggest takeaway from this book is going to be that we started from nothing, but here's what we have. And here's what we had to do. Because realistically, two years ago, I was working for a manufacturer and nobody knew my name other than in the industry, right? Mm -hmm. 
And in two years of stuff that I've been able to do, I think that it's pretty impressive, right? Like it's true. If you're not going to blow your own horn, who's going to do it, right? So at some point you got to start self-promoting yourself a little bit, right? Because if you don't self-promote yourself, like why would you expect other people to do it? So that's just, that. that's my big thing Um, in the book. That's what you'll find is is like, hey, here's here's where I started. Here's what I did. Here's how I did it. And here's what you can learn from it. What are some of those top strategies that you've learned from, you know, guests being on your podcast or from leaders that you're working with on this book that have helped you really kind of take your financial level to, uh, you know, another level there? Yeah, for, for me, I think one of the biggest things, it's a very, very simple, basic concept. And I, and I actually, just so you know, I haven't started writing my part yet okay. because I, I'm like, I'm like, and I'm like writing stuff down. I'm like, which one's it going to be? But a sure. very, very basic, simple thing is basically just visualization, right? Most people, they start something. And then they go, okay, well, you know, I, I want to go on, on Facebook and I want to go on LinkedIn and I want to be an influencer here and I'm going to start a YouTube channel, blah, 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 right? But even with the people that I work with for on like brand, I ask them very, very basic, simple questions. What do you want people to see you as? If there was three words that people would describe you if you weren't in the room, what would those be? And they have no idea, mm-hmm. right? So I'm like, okay, you want to start a YouTube channel? You want like, well, before we even tell you, what, what do you want? Is there a certain amount of subscribers? Is it that you want like uh, ad revenue? Do you want sponsorships? Do you want collaborations with big like other companies that are willing to send you product? Like, what is it, right? They're like, oh, well, I just, I want people to know me. Um, that's, that's not going to work, <laughs> you know? When, when I started, um, we picked one platform and it was Instagram, right? And there was barely anything. There was random pictures that I would post maybe every five, six days, maybe that. Um and we said, hey, we want just we want to look very professional. We want to look understand that people are going to do business with us if it looks professional, and maybe some inspiration along the way. But professional was really our only our only thing, right? Yeah. And um, a lot of the times when you start off, you you doubt yourself because you're like, this is new and all this other things, right? So then I start picking up books, and um, sure enough, the the direct marketers agree with the branding people, right? Because there's this weird competition between sales and branding and marketing and all these other people. And um, direct marketers agree. If you want a sale, then basically you go out and get a sale, right? It takes, it takes actual work, right? Like an advertisement might work, but it's not, it's not going to, that's your salesperson. And there's nothing you can do after they make the copy. Right. Right. But if you want to sell, you get a salesperson and they talk to people and they make a sale. However, if you want to close deals faster, right? If you want to charge more for your products, if you want your salespeople to go in there and be able to say, Hey, look, here's who we are. And them say like, Oh no, we already know. We just wanted the information so we can make a decision that that's all branding, you know? So you have to control that narrative. And if you're not controlling that narrative, if you're not visualizing, Hey, when people look at my brand, when people see my business, what do I want them to think? Then you're pretty much lost from the get-go. Yeah. Oh, for sure, man. Uh, now you're also the founder and CEO of Marketing Hunters, which congrats yeah. on being a top uh, marketing. Didn't you win top marketing company out there in Arizona, man? That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, <laughs> oh, it's so good. Like, what what is the Marketing Hunters, and what's that journey that you take your clients on? Uh, marketing Hunters is a project, right? Like, I, I have not been an official entrepreneur, right? I was selling candy at like age twelve in, in school. Okay. And they, yeah. they basically slapped me on the wrist and said, "Get the hell out, or else we're going to kick you out of school." Right? So stop doing that. Um, but official entrepreneur, this is my this is my first uh, legitimate LLC business. Okay. And um, 
like I said, I've been working, I was working manufacturing um, for eight or nine years, somewhere around there before the company was sold. Hmm. And I learned a lot of like business to business. I learned like the whole sourcing, you know, uh, overseas, the delay in time, uh, speaking to distribution partners. Um, I was the, the head of sales and marketing for like five years out of the eight or nine that I was there. Um, so I learned a lot of those business practices, right? Like the owner didn't want to be in it. So a lot of the times if there was screaming, if there was yelling, if somebody needed a deal, if it was huge, like we were at one point, I was like talking like $500,000 deals. You know what I mean? A $14 million company at age like 26 or something like that. Wow. So um, I learned, I learned a lot of those basic business principles, you know, and marketing hunters, it started off as social media and it was only social media. And then my wife um, was working for someone at the time, two months in, we took her out of her job and made marketing hunters primary, like that was what her thing was. So we started doing uh, websites and other stuff. And it kind of just stemmed from there. But then I was like, dude, social media, everybody's social media, Ty Lopez, Grant Cardone, everybody's telling, oh, SMMA companies, you know what I mean? I'm like, this is this is difficult to compete with $500 a month prices. Yeah, I don't want to do $500 a month prices, right? But then people started going like, okay, well, if you're not, if you're not 500, can you do ads? And I'm like, well, I can do ads, but I'm not a leads agency, right? Like, like if you want a thousand leads, but you want to put a hundred dollars in, that's not social media. Like I can guarantee you. And if somebody's telling you they'll do it for $500 a month, they're a freaking liar. Cause if they can get you a hundred leads or a thousand leads for a hundred dollars, they're not going to charge you that little, like, trust me, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, so it became this thing of like, how do we keep consistently leveling up? How do we keep raising our prices and having people be comfortable with it. Right. So um, a few of the things that we did, um, I'm the sales and marketing, right. But I'm not a designer at all. My wife, kick-ass designer, like possibly the best that I've like worked with so far. And, and I, and trust me, like if they suck, I tell people they suck. So some of her designs, I will tell it like, that's horseshit. You can't give that to people, but she is a very, very good designer. She knows how to like make things come to life. Very good. So we, we get together. And if, if we give somebody like, let's say two revisions or something, and they're not happy. I'm like, dude, you need to tell me right now that you're absolutely not happy. And we will make you exactly what you want, if not better. Mm -hmm. And that's why we're able to put out such good logos. I don't know if you saw like the Helios one with like the Greek God, one of my absolute favorites. Yeah. When people have creativity and they have a vision. We can make that vision come to life exactly how you want it, if not better. Right. So the marketing hunters, um, I believe it was within nine months, we broke a six figures, right? Most businesses don't break six figures ever. We broke it within nine months. Wow. And um, we had a slowdown because of COVID. We're still over like a six figure business, but we started hiring people. Um, the people that we hired, they're like, dude, like we're able to sell this at like at a high price. And I'm like, I know because, the, you know, just like you said, uh, one of the best uh, marketing companies in Arizona, how do I want to be perceived? I want it to be perceived as a premium company. You, you go to our, um, our Instagram, which is pretty much the only place where we have it. But I, I like this word notorious, right? Because only a few people have ever used that word. So I'm like, dude, let's, let's be um, aligned with that vision, right? Like notorious. So um, marketing hunters, notoriously known for branding and design is what we call ourselves. Gotcha. Man. Okay. That's good, dude. I, I'm, I'm taking down so many like mental notes. I'm glad I recorded this because I'm going to, I always review my podcast. I'm like, dude, there's so many good nuggets in this one, man. Thank you so much, dude. Yeah, absolutely. I want to talk about your podcast though for me because I love podcasting. I'm fascinated with yeah. people's stories, man. And and your podcast is, is called In for the Kill. Yep. Uh, and it focuses on ambitious business people, really just like entrepreneurs really going for their goals, man, which I love. People need to listen to this show because it's so good. But for as a podcaster, like how has podcasting helped you in your business? Uh, when I started, the main thing that I wanted to do was a podcast. Um, 
and my my coach at the time was like no you need to start a business and and he was trying to like um bright he was trying to get my money back that i invested with him okay right back for me yep so he's like excuse me um you should start a business and then write off a lot of the stuff that we're doing and then get back a tax return at the end of the year right it's like all right but again to me the whole buying a ferrari for two thousand dollars as the 1970s isn't real right so i'm right. like if i'm gonna start a business i'm gonna start a business like yeah yeah i'm not just gonna have a tax write-off right like a new mary Kay with that so <laughs> so we, we end up starting the business and again it was social media so we called it the social hunter and just it didn't sound right <laughs> you know it just didn't sound right We're like i was like what are we going after social security right so, yeah it went became the marketing hunters and then one of the main things in the beginning was like oh we need uh we need a hashtag because for the manufacturing company we had a really really good hashtag um and i can't say it you know what i mean i, I can't talk about it but basically right. it was a really good hashtag so i was like all right people people can get behind a hashtag so we came up with hashtag in for the kill for the marketing hunters and the moment i heard it, i was like dude that is way too good for a marketing company like because honestly i can make marketing stuff but yeah. you don't wear marketing stuff you know what i mean you wear it to the gym you wear it to sleep you use it and you're like ah oh, cool they gave me a pen you know right so like, okay, well in for the kill and then we, we came up with the shark and then we're like dude ambitious ambition and um, I was like, I, in the beginning, I just wanted to get closer to big time entrepreneurs, right? Uh, GC, Bobby Castro, Tim Story, all those. Yeah. And um, I did, I ended up getting pretty close to some of them. And then uh, I realized that it was good for clout, but not really good for listeners. Um, so I ended up stepping away from a lot of the bigger time people because I realized it was the same story just retold in a different way even if I asked different questions it was just the same things right so I stepped away from that and um, I started getting into more of the upcoming people that way um, even like on YouTube we stopped doing interviews on YouTube when the pandemic hit mm -hmm. but there's a guy named Josh Snow I don't know if you've heard of the Snow Cosmetics or whatever yeah yeah uh, I talked to him on my show man he's a great dude yeah. And, um, we had him on YouTube and he still gets views every single day from our channel, you know? Wow. So people like that, we're, we're really interested in uh, interviewing the upcoming people that basically you, you got to think of it, a perspective of like, if you're trying to grow your brand, right. If you're trying to grow everything that you're doing, you have to have people that are highly searchable, but that are not overpopulated. So if you get somebody, you know, like, let's say Elon Musk, you'll get views, but now you're competing with a lot of people. But if you get somebody like, let's say, Josh Snow, who's up and coming, he's putting a ton of money into his own brand and to become highly searchable and discoverable. But there hasn't been that many people that have interviewed him. So when you get people like that, it drives all the traffic back to you. Yeah, he's such his story is so good, man. Yeah. And like what he's been able to do and accomplish and things that he's got going on right now is, is yeah. so good, dude. Really and I love dude. that you, you keep seeing like, you know, views on, on that show, man. When did that show come out? Oh, geez. It was uh, last year, I think, in February, January, something like that. Love it, dude, that you're still getting views on that. I mean, I love checking the, the analytics and stuff on the back office of YouTube, too. And I'm like, dude, I released that show like over a year ago, man. And it's yeah. starting to get a couple more views. I'm like, wow, where did that come from? You know, yeah. uh, it's always fun to see that. What are you most excited about for 2021, man? Oh, geez. Uh, there's there's a lot. Um, the, the biggest thing that I think that I can be excited for, like I said, we, we, we have a few employees, but I hired my first salesperson and what I'm realizing more than anything is when you get around the right people, right? Like it's, it's you, you've probably heard like be alone and there's like comfort in being alone and there's power in being alone, but when you get around the right people and it doesn't have to be a lot, it could be one to five, right? 
that's that's where I'm at right now. And I have just, I have such optimism, such like excitement over what's to come because my salesperson, um, my sales manager, John, oh my God, he, he does his work. I don't have to tell him to do it. Uh, there's something happening every single day and it just feels good that you can trust someone like that. Right. Yeah. And then uh, another shout out is to Sean, um, biggest ball of energy you've ever met. <laughs> I'm, I'm going into anything, whatever it is, like he's going to be part of the book, but we're also throwing an event next month. I'm going in with like, okay, well, you know, we're going to have to maybe fight for sponsors, but we'll find them, blah, blah, blah. I tell him, Hey, uh, can you help me with sponsors? He's like, yeah, I think I got like 10 people in mind. Comes back 30 minutes. He's like, I got three people that are interested. <laughs> so he's energy he's movement he's you know what i mean he's like no doubt no nothing and when you have people like that in your in your um proximity right like if you're if you're at a job and it's sales and everybody sucks and you're the only one that that doesn't imagine how much better you would be if you were in a company where four other people were really good at sales where you could actually bounce off of each other's energy right and so that's that's what i'm excited about the most right now is actually people like the the book is really cool because i know we're gonna blow it up we're going to be doing book tours and stuff. The event that we're doing next month in El Paso is going to be really cool. But pretty much, I know that if I find one or two more John and Sean's, like it's it's game over. Every single one of us is going to blow it up. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm a big fan of Ed Milet, and he talks about, you know, if you're walking around at 85 degrees, go find guys that are walking around at 125, man. And just like, they're just going to lift you up being in their presence, man. And man, it's good to surround yourself with great people for sure, dude. Yeah, I like, I like the different uh, types as well, right? Because mm-hmm. uh, John is very like direct to the point and then sean is like i said all energy and then me i'm always like let's do this let's do this let's do that right and sean's like let's do 10 times that and john's like i'm in whatever you guys want to do so the different personalities like really really seem to mesh well um i think that if you're if you're really searching for like oh man i just want somebody with my story i want somebody that can match my person it's like you you might not find them but really really look for those characteristics of people especially if you can inspire someone if somebody's like like i, I think what you're doing is really really cool can i be part of it that's where you know you might have a winner yeah. but again but th- there's other parts to that where we can we can talk all day about how to find a person but pretty <laughs> right. much like just just look for look for the right people because it'll ultimately get you to where you want 10 times faster 20 times faster just because you can't do it alone no one yep. can do it alone right absolutely man i wanted to shift to a couple of fun questions as we end here there you yeah. do a lot of reviews on really cool stuff there what's the favorite product or product that you've reviewed this sounds this sounds uh, selfish and egotistical, but I'm I'm fine with it, right? Because ultimately, uh, YouTube and, and any hobby, I think at some point needs to monetize, right? You're fixing an old car, you're you're gonna fix you're gonna sell that car for for a good amount of money once it's done, if you're yep. right. So with YouTube, my favorite favorite things to review are webcams. Okay. Because I get about like twenty nine to eighty dollars for every thousand views on those. Oh, nice, dude! That's awesome, dude. <laughs> yeah, so I like those. Uh, you know, speakers and, and the earphones are really fun. What I hate about speakers um, on YouTube, you get copyright, not infringement, but copyright strike, right? If it's a song. So a lot of times I don't know what songs are going to work. And then I have to cut out part of the video because the song, I can't use it. Right. So headphones, I don't have to show the song. I can just, you know, do the stuff. And then with the webcam, I can show the video uh, speakers. I would love to do more. So it's really hard to pick the music. Right. Oh. Yeah, dude. I now on those products just for people like who do reviews. Do you go out and buy those products, or do you work with brands and they send you those products to do the reviews? Both, 
both both okay yeah yeah so i've i bought certain things and i'm like dude if i want this thing to take off i gotta buy them and then we would give them away right to get some attention to the channel which which worked yeah um but you're basically buying people's loves for a little while which doesn't feel great you know because you're like god i wish people would just support me but it doesn't it doesn't work <laughs> that way in the beginning you know you gotta you gotta do what you gotta do um totally. but there's some really cool stuff that has been sent to us and there's yeah. really cool stuff that people just say hey do you want this um, I've, I haven't looked at it and I've turned them down, but I know that if at any point I say yes, like they'll still send it to me. Cause that's the way the, the review game works, right? Like you can say no and ignore someone and then two months say, Hey, do you still have it? You have the audience. So they don't care. They're just like, take it. You know what I mean? Like put it yeah. out there. We have like a $250, uh, dash cam right now. Okay. Like pending. So people, people send some pretty expensive stuff sometimes. And you're just like, this is freaking sweet, right? Like the headphones that I have down here, those were like $300 headphones too. Right. Yeah, I started doing reviews probably about a year ago, and I haven't done any like I've where I've got maybe a couple where I've bought stuff and then I've done a review on. But for most part, I've been blessed to be able to work with some brands where they send me stuff. And nine times out of 10, it's a beard company. Yeah. <laughs> They're sending me a beard product like, hey, can you do a review on this or can you do a box open for this? And that's I love doing that. And, you know, one of my sponsors, Alpha Outpost, I've worked for those guys for like three years, man. So they send me a box every single month, open that up, man. So I enjoy getting the, that product. But you know, when I go out and buy it, like usually it's a product, like I'm like, boom, I want to get on that. Right. And then usually I'll reach out and say, Hey man, I bought this stuff. Let's work together. And so uh, that tends to work out pretty well too. Yeah. It's a neat experience for sure. You know what I mean? Like being, being a reviewer and just knowing that people reach out to you and say, Hey, do you want my stuff? And you're like, yes. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, last question for you. I'm a big music guy. So I love to ask the question, like what's a favorite band for you? Or do you have a favorite type of music you like to listen to? God, that's a, that's a difficult one. You know, um, I, I obviously every single day, like low, low, lo-fi or whatever, okay. you know, and then like, um, EDM, but I've been getting more into like Eminem, Drake, um, God, who are the other ones? Like bad bunny stuff like okay. that, right? Like the, the Spanish ones, but it's more of just like the power thing, right. To hear like their lyrics and like the, the stuff that they say. Yeah. Um, I think Eminem was, uh, was one of the ones that, in this, uh, I think it's Lucky You, and I forgot what the other guy is in there because I only listen to Eminem's part of it, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. But basically, he says like, "I've been, I've been asleep for too long. I should be full. I guess it's time to like, to to come back, right, and stuff like that." And um, it's just definitely relatable stuff, right? Like that they're that that people get content. They they feel like their stomach's full, but it's like, damn, it's it's time to come back, you know? Yeah. Stuff like yeah. that. Oh man, so good, dude. Ruben, such an honor to have you on my show, man. Thanks for dropping so much knowledge on the show, man. And I think people are going to be able to take that and go and implement that into their business and every day, man. It's such an honor to have you on. Thank you for taking the time, man. I appreciate Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Thank you. What's going on? Thank you so much for watching the show. I really appreciate it. Hey, I just wanted to do a quick introduction. If you've not seen my show or you don't know the services that I offer, I wanted to drop them to you right now. One, I do voiceover work. So if you're looking for a voiceover person to cover your motivational videos, or maybe it's Kickstarter videos or whatever it is, let me know. I'm more than happy to help you out there. I also work with brands on brand and product videos. So they'll send me their products to do reviews or box openings. Let me know. I'd love to work with you on your product as well and hope you get that product out there. I also love to be able to share my story. So if I can make an impact on one person at your next speaking engagement, let me know. I love to talk about my story. I love to talk about how our past does not define our future and morning routines and being consistent, how to be around those successful people that are just going to lift you up. Let's chat about having me speak at your next event. Let's make it happen. Again, thank you so much for checking out this show. Check out ericgallonmedia.com. Really appreciate your time. Have an awesome day.